the more responsibility that you get allows you to grow a lot more. So when you're an intern, especially with no associates, you give us lots of responsibility, which is amazing. Like you come in your first week, you feel like it's your job. And if you treat it like it's a job, then you're already in that mindset of I'm not an intern. This is my responsibility. I'm going to be amazing. You're listening to Behind the Clipboard, event experts empowering you to throw killer events for your business, workplace, social circle and beyond. We're giving you the insider toolkit, allowing you to make your events the talk of the town. Produced by Known Associates Events, it's time to go backstage with your hosts, Tamara Cook, Crystal Thane and Melissa Howie. Hi everyone, welcome to Behind the Clipboard. I'm sounding like a drag queen today and I'm flying solo so this is going to go, well I'm not completely solo because we've got some amazing guests on today, Um, but I don't have Mel and Crystal with me uh, for support but I'll do my best. So I'm Tamara Cook. In the studio today we have two very special guests, ones that are very close to my heart because they work with me at Known Associates. Ms. Georgia Ianello and Ms. Meg Watson. Hello. Hello. So we've got you on the podcast today to talk about your journey from being interns at university into working full-time in events employment. Um, you both did your internships with Known Associates and we just wanted to share a bit of love with other up-and-coming event professionals who are studying or in their last years of studying um, uni or TAFE, um, to give them a bit of an idea of what it's like to be an intern, what steps you can take to get an internship, what you expect to get out of it, that sort of thing. So if um, you want to tell us a little bit about yourselves before we kick off into the serious questions, Meg? Sure. Um, Well, I'm Meg. (laughs) I'm a Taurus. I'm 23. Um, I studied graphic design and advertising at Curtin, so I've taken that with me into the events world. So juggling graphic design and social media and event management and creative concept creation. So all that fun stuff. Um, So why did you choose that degree? I chose it because at high school, that was the only subject that jumped out at me, graphic design, and I just followed the path that I wanted to go on, went into graphic design. But I felt as like, when I was growing up, I felt that was, that was the only thing I was interested in as well. So Yeah, perfect. Pretty lucky that there was a degree that suited me like that. Yeah. How about you, Georgia? Um, so I'm Georgia, I'm a Scorpio <laughs> and I'm 20. I'm a Gemini if anyone wants to know. <laughs> Scorpios and Tauruses don't get along. Uh, yeah, I can tell. No. <laughs> um, and I'm 23, I have to think about it because I'm turning 24 soon. I went to uni at Curtin and I studied event management and PR. Um, and now I'm working at Known Associates as an event associate, events associate. So why did you choose to do that degree? I don't know. I always wanted to do events like ever since maybe a year 10, just something that I wanted to do. I think maybe because my mum was like heavily involved in events side of things. So I don't know. I think I just got passed on to me. (laughs) Following in her footsteps. Yeah. Nice. (laughs) Nice. So 
With you, Meg, what made you get into the event side of things? Did you always want to be in an events company or how did that pathway work out for you? Well, now that I think about it, all my casual jobs were at events, like around events. I worked at the football, at the arena. So I was always doing casual work at big fun like events, I guess. Yeah, I did the same when I was in yeah. uni. I did. I was one of the hosts in the VIP boxes at the footy. Yeah. Um, I was always around, yeah, events and big big events in Perth. Yeah, I realised when I started here that the, yeah, the alignment between my casual roles when I was younger and this really pretty much were perfect together. So I know the back end of events and also front of house. Yeah, cool. And you were just following your mum. Yeah. Oh, not <laughs> even that, just my instinct. My gut instinct telling me to be an event manager. <laughs> so was Nine Associates your first internship? Not me. It was for me. Okay, so for Meg, what did you do first? I worked once a week, interned once a week at a packaging company in their marketing and uh, graphic design part of the business. Mm, interesting. How did that yeah. go? That was really good. That taught me... That was a good step between uni and the real world with more important deadlines and just uni assignments in the real world. There's a lot more pressure. Okay. And did that differ a lot to the internship that you – or what What sub, subsequent internships did you have? I then moved on from that or at the same time I interned with Ros Worthington as her social media and right-hand man for a bit. Mm-hmm. And that's Right-hand how woman? Yeah, right on, <laughs> lady. And that's where I met you and started with KAE. Yeah, lucky me. Yeah, lucky so us. Third time lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, how was it with Ros? It would have oh. um, been a totally different experience yeah. to the first one and the third one. They were all very different. But, yeah, working with Ros was absolutely amazing. The people that I got to meet through her and the lessons that I learned was yeah, very, very life-changing. So why did you decide to do three internships? Because I just graduated uni. I was out probably for about two months and couldn't get a job. I could get interviews, but they would always go with a more, um, you know, experienced person. So I just thought, well, if I can't get a job, then it makes sense to do internships. Get some experience. Yeah, and because I had three at the same time, it was, um, you know, fast-tracking that process so I could – Build up my resume really fast. So in hindsight, interning from year one would have made a lot of sense. <laughs> from year yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What about you, G? Why did you apply for an internship? Um, so I did. I needed to do an internship for my PR, one of my PR units. Um, so luckily I found an events um, internship where I could do PR at the same time. So it kind of um, helped with both my units. And then... Yeah, so then I stayed on for much longer than I had to because it was just why not to get experience. Um, and then I couldn't get a job like Meg. Like I got so many interviews and failed. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I started working at Known Associates. So All couldn't be happier. Stars aligned eventually. Exactly. It was meant to be. Yeah, so a bit about – I mean, your journey with Known Associates was um, quite a long one because you started – what were you in year two – Second year or third year when you started with us? It was the fir- the last year, but the first half of it. Right. And then my internship was in the second half of it. Yeah. And then so you stayed on interning with us for a while while you were looking 
for work and the way that I set up my internships is that I'm always trying to help whoever's interning with us find a full-time position following their internship. So yeah, it was really good that it worked out for both you and I and the company that a job came up um, while you were interning with us and now you've been full-time with us for three years? Four. Oh, full-time. Yeah, I don't know. Something like that. It's years hard to and keep years track. And years. <laughs> been full time for years. I did get offered a um, admin job, which I was struggling to make the decision on whether I should take it and then leave KAE or just d- don't take it and just intern still. And I made the right decision. Me too. Drama. <laughs> it was such a hard decision, but I'm glad I made it. Yeah. No regrets. I'm glad too. <laughs> Um, so lots of st- students struggle with getting an internship, particularly when they don't have prior experience. What did you find was um, the process of applying for an internship and gaining it? What are the steps that you went through to actually get your internship? Well, I knew the way I got the internship was because I was speaking to other people and asking them if they knew anyone or any opportunities or any jobs. Um, so I think it's to ask, just ask around. It doesn't matter if you like really know them or not. Even if you're at your casual job, just asking your customers, your regular customers that you speak to. Um, yeah, so it's really word of mouth and yeah. that old word, networking. Yeah, because you could apply for – you could search on Google event management companies and apply for every single one, but you don't know if they're really looking for someone. Yeah. Really and I think it's more personal if you know them. Yeah, know for someone. Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's that old adage, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Yeah. Because a lot of the time you can, um, yeah, if you're Googling or cold calling or um, just taking a chance on a company you think you want to work with, it's much easier if you have some sort of personal connection, some sort of in. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same with me. Who you know, not what you know. That's how I got all three of mine. Yeah, my first one came through my dad. He owns sort of the same company. So I met the person who I interned for when I was like 17. And she was like, well, when you move to Perth, contact me and we'll see what we can do. Mm. And then, yeah. So do you think even at that internship stage, do you find that employers are looking for people who already have prior experience, even at the internship stage? I think so. Because so many people out there have experience so it's easier to go to that pool rather than the pool of people who haven't got out there but it's hard because there are people out there who are very capable but haven't had the opportunity to have experience yeah so it's chicken in the egg yeah <laughs> yeah so the people that don't have experience what advice would you give to them when they're going for an interview and an internship because it recently I had both of you sit in for my last round of internship interviews. So you actually got first-hand experience of being on both sides. So can you give any tips to people who who are applying for internships and get to that interview stage? I think in the events industry, it could be a bit easier in the case that there are events you can volunteer at. So the summer festivals, I'm pretty sure everyone on the gate are volunteers. So even if you build up six months of volunteering even us we have a volunteer squad so that's out there yeah I think also like if you're coming into the interview to be super confident and prepared 
even if you don't have the experience, if you're really confident in yourself and your work, I feel like you're making a good impression. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, confidence is a huge factor. I always look for um, – I don't necessarily look for experience because I, I feel like you can teach anything to anyone. I don't think I had experience when I got my internship with you. No, what's most important to me as an employer is personality because I can teach the skills to anybody but if you've got a great personality, great attitude, you like to have fun and you're creative because that's what we do every day – then I can teach you all the bits in between. So for me, I'm really looking for, yeah, that confidence, gelling with the person, just when you're sitting down having a conversation, that if it's easy to have a lot of back and forth and it feels kind of comfortable, that's a big big tick for me. Um, But yeah, if you've got experience in having, like you said, Georgia, if you're prepared and you bring that along and you're able to share your actual experience um, with the potential employer, it makes a big difference. Yeah, and I think experience adds to your confidence as well yeah. when you walk into an interview. Yeah, definitely. So from being an intern to now working full-time in the events and public relations industry, what do you think are the key things employers look for in an intern? Adaptability, work ethic and positivity. <laughs> <laughs> the key three. Um, I think someone that's fun and bubbly and lost my words <laughs> trustworthy as well yeah I think. and like you said like if you gel with a person because you're going to be spending most of your week with them so I got a fun passionate passionate was the word and bubbly <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're 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 definitely good key things I think um being super organized as well being yeah. autonomous and being able to also look at a scenario and think on your feet so being able to think for yourself not always waiting for somebody else to give you the information or tell you what to do yeah I'm surprised that's all you've got to say about that from intern to employee yeah I just think someone who the employee can tell is just going to sort of be like a yes man and be ready to learn in the short period of time and if someone can gel into the team and become feel like a team member straight away then that's ideal yeah that's key for me someone I know who's going to fit with the culture because mm. if they're going to be really super duper nerdy and not never say a word in the corner and never ask questions that sort of thing how's that going to go down with our team yeah probably not well yeah yeah so within the known associates group what do you think is ideal for an intern for us Brown hair. <laughs> no, Sassy was blonde. That was like the first one. <laughs> and half the time you're blonde. And Cassie's True, blonde. Yeah. blonde. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just think a genuine person who's yeah. ready to just jump in the world of events. And they have to be fun. Yeah. Definitely have to be fun. <laughs> they have to love, to love a George's yeah, joke. Yeah, they have. That's a requirement. You have to love my jokes. <laughs> Awesome. So ladies, going from um, university and studying and internships into working full-time in the events industry, was it what you expected? I don't even know what I expected. Yeah. But I love it, which is what I expected. (laughs) Um, But maybe I didn't expect it to be so stressful and crazy. But then 
I expected it to be like for me to enjoy it and to love what I'm doing. So I guess the stress is fine. So you feel like the stress and it's the a balance. enjoyment balance. <laughs> yeah. <happen>. yeah. <laughs> 80-20. 80-20 life. It is like if you want to work in events, you've got to love stress. Yeah. Mm. 100%. Which I thrive you've on. Got to love so. stress induced and what is that? Stress induced stress anxiety. Induced, um, <laughs> adrenaline. Oh, adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, I didn't expect as an event manager how many like little jobs become like an event planner can do a lot of things. Yeah. There are like if you put a like put a list together of what we can do other than like plan events, it's just extensive. Yeah. Mm. And we really learned that over COVID, didn't we? Because yeah. when, when we broke down all our skill set and we couldn't do live events, we were like, well, we can do graphic design, we can do marketing, we can do um, marketing documents, we can branding. Do admin, <laughs> personal assistant. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, there's a lot that goes into the project management of events and it's a really carved up skill set. Yeah. I also feel like you just continue to learn. Like you just don't know everything. You're always learning on the job. I agree. Yeah. There's always new things to know. Yeah. Even me, like 25 years into the industry, I'm always learning. Um, so what is it that you love about events? What's your favourite thing about working in this industry? I love the creative outlet that it gives us and being an OCD planner <laughs> and planning something from the start and watching it come to life. It's just so satisfying. You stole my answer, Fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I feel the exact same. Having like just being able to blurt out the most craziest ideas and then seeing them come to life, it's amazing. Yeah. And can you give our listeners an idea of what every day is like in our office? Lunch at 12. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we start at nine and we usually have a whip, um, which is a work in progress meeting. And we discuss every single project we're doing um, and then that's when we kind of go into detail like if we want to brainstorm or get ideas from each other um, that's kind of where all the magic happens um, and then we buckle down into work have a few laughs lunch a few more laughs yeah. <laughs>, <laughs> and then yeah and do you feel like you've got quite different skill sets within the business yeah, definitely. What, for you, Georgia, what's your journey been like from when you were an intern to then starting as a paid employee to years later now? Um, I feel like I've definitely stepped into more of a managerial role, um, which is cool to see because I never thought that um, would ever happen. Well, not that it would ever happen, but I never thought about it. Um, and... I've, I've taken more control on certain projects as well, um, which has been really fun. And I think that's also helped me grow my skills in um, the events world. Yeah. Do you think developing, because you've developed a lot of personal relationships with clients that are your own, you know, own accounts that you look after. Do you think that's helped you personally in your own personal life and personal growth? Yeah, definitely. I think... Um, I probably when I first started, I'd be worried how to write an email or how to call someone. But now I feel like I'm pretty okay with that. 
and I I feel like I know how to create that relationship. It's more, it's just smoother. It's a smoother process. Yeah. So people who are students and want to get their first job, what advice can you give them to know or have confidence in writing an email or making a phone call or um, setting up a meeting with an empl- uh, with a client? Um, I think the number one tip is to know that everyone makes mistakes and whoever is in charge of you has probably made that mistake before when they were in your position. I think knowing that makes you feel a bit better. Um, and then if, if you're not sure, ask questions. Great advice. I think that's a big thing. That I think that's something I've always done. If I didn't know, even if it was a stupid question, I'd still ask. And believe me, she asked some stupid <laughs> questions. <laughs> but it's great. It is honestly great. It's one of the best things about UG because you're always learning and you're, you're doing that through asking questions, yeah. which is awesome. You're growing constantly. So what about you, Meg? How have you grown from your internship with us to first paid role to today, which is years later? The like the more responsibility that you get allows you to grow a lot more. So when you're an intern, especially with no associates, you give us lots of responsibility, which is amazing. Like you come in your first week, you feel like it's your job. And if you treat it like it's a job, then you're already in that mindset of like, I'm not an intern, like this is my responsibility. I'm going to be amazing. And I think over the last couple of years, the way we've developed has allowed me to tap into different skill sets. So I feel like I'm, um, I feel like I'm using everything I learned at uni, then everything I learned from being an intern and like learning the world of events, just like on a daily basis, which is just awesome. It's just so much going on, but I love it. And can you see your development from when you first started in a paid role to now? God. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think it just goes with, the process of being at a company for like over a couple of years of time you get more responsibilities like for me I'm working on my own events now I have my own relationships with clients I'm focusing a lot on the social media which is what I loved in uni but didn't really wasn't part of the course so it's just an awesome creative outlet for me and yeah I just I feel like I've definitely grown over since being an intern and just every day and I can see that in the future we just keep going up that's awesome and when you're at uni do if you can remember way back because you're so old now I'm traumatized um, by it <laughs> do you feel like if you're going to an internship that you're going to be doing really mundane tasks like filing or getting coffee or um you know all those things that you think about from American frat movies like when there's interns in there I definitely had the expectation of I'm just their sidekick and if they want coffee, yeah, I'll go do it and then I'll just do whatever task they ask me to do. Like I'll say yes to everything even if that is seven hours on Excel, just doing a spreadsheet. Um, But, yeah, this internship was definitely not like that. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely try. Well, I've never ever got an intern to get a coffee for anyone. Georgia makes coffee. Yeah, I know. Now, now I'm not an intern and have to make coffee. <laughs> <laughs> but Georgia is the only one that knows how to use a coffee machine, so that's why. <laughs> I don't mind. I enjoy it. <laughs> um, but what about you, G? When you first thought about getting an internship, did you have a preconceived notion in your mind and then um, coming into it, was it quite different? I don't think so, but I feel like if I didn't intern with you because – you don't make us do all those tasks. You actually 
teach us. Like that's where I learned majority of my event management skills. But I feel like if I went to another, did another internship at another company and they made me do those tasks, I wouldn't think twice about it. Whereas now that I've done the internship with you, I would think twice about it and I probably wouldn't, as much as it's experience, I probably wouldn't stay for long. Yeah. What about your friends? Have you heard any horror stories about internships or um, is there any? Yeah, I have. Not with events, but with another industry. Um, just, just pretty much just, and I don't think they mean to do it, but just pretty much wasting their time and they're not actually learning anything. And that's when I've given them, at them the advice to be like, just you need to speak to them and yeah. either leave or make them teach you. One of the good things about our current intern, Justine, is like, we all agree she's amazing and yeah. lovely to have in the office. Um, but she is constantly like constantly asking for things to do. <laughs> so of all of us, which is great, I think that's a really good tip for anyone who's got an internship. If you do find that you're, you know, cruising through your work faster than expected or there are areas of the business that you haven't been assigned to that you'd like to learn something in, then just ask. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Make the most of it. Yeah. yeah. It's all about asking questions. Even if you don't know what to do, don't just sit there and try to figure it out. Just ask. That's why you're there. Yeah. Yeah. So if I take it back to the beginning, just before we wrap up, um, one thing we didn't cover was when you're actually applying for an internship, what do you think are key elements that are going to get you the interview? Personality in your cover letter, I think. Correct grammar and spelling in your emails and addressing it to the owner's name. 100%. <laughs> the amount of emails that I get, people asking me for an internship and they say, to whom it may concern or to the business owner, delete straight away yeah. because they don't know who I am, they don't know who my company is and they don't know what our culture is. Why would I want you in my business? It takes and like two minutes to go through a website and learn everything you need to know about and a business. Especially <laughs> if you're going on known associates, like Tamara's right there. Instagram, LinkedIn, on the website, it's hard, It's not hard to find. Yeah, and I, fi- I feel like it would be like that with most companies. Yeah, definitely. So do the work. Yeah. Any other tips? Make your resume cute on Canva. <laughs> This yeah. is a real funny one because when I was applying for jobs, you know, 20 years ago, um, <laughs> resumes, like, we had to keep to one page and they'd be really plain. You'd have a cover letter and then you'd have everything on one page. And if you had anything that was more than sort of 10 years old, you wouldn't even put, well, back then probably five years old because you were just starting out. You wouldn't even include it. So it's come a long way, especially in creative industries. Yeah, I think more – I don't think do a Canva resume if you're going to apply for an engineering job. Yeah. But, yeah, if you're in a creative industry, show that you're creative, show that you're fun, yeah, show your personality. Fun. I agree. And also, obviously, we are living in the world where there's lots of social media going on. So I find that really interesting. As soon as I have an application, I'll look at people's social media channels and what you put out on those, if they're public, I find is really important. Discuss. Yeah, my mum told me even when Instagram wasn't big, she's like, Meg, not that I post anything bad, but she's like, 
it's on there forever. If you ever want a job, that's the first place they'll look. So put it on private or just don't post anything naughty. Yeah. What do you reckon, G? Yeah, I agree. I feel like if you want to post some, not raunchy, but some naughty stuff, then keep it on your private. Also, you just if you do post that, you just have to expect that someone's going to look at it and judge you based on it because everyone judges on based on your appearance anyway so. well you can learn from like all the celebrities or well, not really celebrities but there's people out there who have been exposed from like something that they've tweeted or posted about 10 years ago and now they're getting fired from their reality tv show and losing their jobs so it can come back to bite you at any time yeah and especially we're living in a really sensitive world where people are getting called out there's a whole cancel culture mm-hmm. so yeah there are definitely things that you can do in your private life that will affect your professional life and to an extensive degree because it will be a reflection on the company if you've done something in the past yeah did you guys have any questions for me yeah i was just thinking what are your pet peeves when it comes to resume and cover letters um i'll tell you what i like i'll keep it positive i like (laughs) it to be succinct obviously addressed to me um if they demonstrate that they know something about the company so if they put an example of an event that we've done or um an example that shows me that they know what our culture's like our team's like um then that's, yeah, I'll definitely, most likely they'll get to the interview stage for that. For resumes, it's a tricky one because like I said, I base things on personality. So what you've done in the past, if you've worked in events, great, but I also like people who are very, very green because I can mould them (laughs) the way that I want them. Um, So, yeah, there's there's a fine line between the work that you've done in the past and, and your potential for the future. Um, no employer wants to trawl through mountains and mountains of information. So keeping everything really succinct, um, short paragraphs, get to the point, tell them. And the other big thing is tell employers what you want out of an internship because that's important for us. We want to be prepared for what we can offer and see if that's a match. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Anything else? What? advice would you give to students who are looking for inter- event internships and are like just getting denied oh yeah could they do? that's a tricky one clean up their act <laughs> <laughs> um no that's not fair because, because i feel like now just during covid it's going to probably be hard for people to find one yeah it's a it's such a competitive industry on a normal day or on a normal year in a normal year so yeah, during this time I really feel for students who are applying because it's just saturated. So many people want um, internships and so many events companies are struggling. Yeah. So to take on an intern, um, if you're doing it the right way, you're going to have the time to spend educating the person who's got the internship. Um, if you're doing it the wrong way, then you're just going to be using them as free labour, but it's probably not going to be beneficial to the intern. So, yeah, if you're getting knocked back and knocked back, I guess change your, your approach, change your cover letter, um, go into the business and meet somebody or find a mutual connection to the business owner. So you've got that little bit of an in. Um, yeah, I guess just tweak your cover letter to be noticed 
and research, do a heap of research into the company that you're applying to in the hope that, yeah, they'll they'll recognise that. What is the most impressive resume you've ever gotten? Oh, yours, Meg Watson. Ah, stop it. Excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Hands down, without a doubt. I can't remember it. I know. I don't remember mine either. (laughs) I think it was pink. Yeah. Mine was was cute. I had like a story at the front about my um, dreams and talents and stuff, but it was like a poem sort of thing. Mm. And this guy complimented it once and I was like, oh my God, thanks. Creative. (laughs) I don't actually remember you um, actually reading yours because we were introduced by Roz and I just, you know, she's a really old friend of mine. Trust her judgment. So word of mouth and a personal recommendation is the best that you mm. can get. I think we met on the job or just before. Yeah, that's right, when you were interning with her. Yeah. Yeah, we ended up working together. That's why I think volunteering, if even if you're just simply at the door or handing out tickets, if you really make an impression on the event manager there, they would recommend you to anyone. Yeah. So I think even if you're doing like the most simplest event task, if you just show how passionate you are and how great you are, I think you would go a long way from there. That's really true. And once you're in the industry, we all know each other. The industry, everyone, all the small business owners that own events companies, we all know each other really well. So I've had volunteers that have been in our, part of our volunteer squad that have then gone for jobs with other employers and I've been their recommendation because I know their work ethic, I know what they're like on the job really enjoy their company and I can I can give them a reference. Yeah. So, yeah, volunteering is – that's a really good golden piece of advice, G. All right. So we're going to wrap this baby up. I'm going to finish with the question that you guys wrote to ask yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember this. <laughs> if you had an unlimited budget, what would your dream event involve? I'm going to go first because I say this all the time. I would invite everyone to Perth Airport, get a private 737, fly to like the Amalfi Coast, put on a huge dinner and then everyone just has like a free week holiday and then we fly home. And the the plane will have a DJ, canapes, cocktails and it'll be amazing. That sounds amazing. (laughs) (laughs) When's it happening? Uh, I'll win the lotto and let you know. (laughs) I'm coming. So you're 20 years ahead of your time. You should have been born 20 years ago and worked in magazines and then been in a fashion editor or something like that. Yeah, that's what they do. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's a hard question. I think I'd want to do something that's super immersive. Um, like it'd be if we're during COVID, it'd be really, really cool to have like a room for every single country and it just feel like you're there. Every single country? Every single country. <laughs> How many are there? I don't know. <laughs> Hundreds of rooms. <laughs> Hotel. Um, Perfect. But I don't know. It's just something super immersive. Kind of like, um, what's it called in Tokyo? Something lab. Team lab. Team lab, something like that, but way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. So you're walking through like different cultures and foods and Oh, could even now I'm thinking about it, like you could even do movie sets. So I could do like Willy Wonka set and have ed- everything edible. I don't know, I could go on. 
<laughs> I love it. And this is how our Monday morning whips go. We start off with a plan <laughs> and then we go off on these tangents. And remember that day we spent half the day in the office watching the WAP video? Yes. yes. <laughs> and we were looking at the background, not at Cardi B yeah. <laughs> and Megan. Yeah, inspiration can come from anywhere. All right, ladies. Well, thank you so much for being in the green room on Behind the Clipboard. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Back to work. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. For your chance to have your questions answered or join our conversation, jump into our Facebook group, Behind the Clipboard Podcast, and follow us on Instagram at Behind the Clipboard Podcast.